since all experiences have a beginning and an end, so the, also the joys and sorrows that we experience have a beginning and an end. Therefore, change what you can change for your convenience if you have to, but what you can't, bear it. This quality of forbearance, the strength to bear the ever-changing situations of life with the attitude that this too shall pass away because everything is finite and limited. See, when you think that something is going to be there forever and it is suffering, then mentally, you know, sometimes we feel that, how am I going to bear it? But it does happen, you know, when you know that something is going to come to an end, it's for a short time. See, in olden days, and olden days means it was not very far back, even about 15-20 years ago, they used to allow smoking on flight. Now, God has made me allergic to everything that is bad for you. So naturally, so especially cigarette smoking, I cannot, even if somebody is smoking in the corner there, I can sense it. And my nose, eyes, everything will start leaking. My eyes would get red. So every time, and I used to travel so often, every week I used to travel. And to travel in those aircrafts, I always got down with red eyes. Now that Now I don't. And all of us, you know, as Gurudev, we would also follow. So, finish the discourse, that evening only, that night only catch the flight. So, generally, I'm just at the airport on time. And it used to so happen that they never used to keep your seat. And can you imagine the worst thing? You're tra traveling a jumbo jet. Front seats are all gone. And even the flight, the air is smoky. So get the last seat where everybody comes to smoke near the, even those who don't have a smoking seat, they will come and smoke near the toilets. And to imagine that I get a seat in the middle of the five-seater and two heavy Hungarians. I don't know whether all Hungarians are, but you know, big, huge Hungarians, chain smokers. And I'm right in the middle of it. Can you imagine what will be my torture? First, only in the flight, you're claustrophobic. Then between two huge, not fat, they were just huge, you know. Two huge people and that also chain smoking. And I have no other choice to it. And it's almost a 13-hour flight. But the thought that after 13 hours, this misery will come to an end. Even though it troubles you, it bothers you, it is uh, painful, those red eyes, my nose leaking, sneezing away. And they look at me with total sympathy. Smoke does this to you. I am telling them, yes. You know, then you can go and stand there, you know, like the smoke will be less there. Why don't you go and smoke there? <laughs> but you have to bear. But Swamiji, some people you have to bear all your life. 
even they don't have a complete life anyway. Yeah? They are not going to be living forever. But doesn't look like they will go. Such people don't go before you go. So at least you will go, no? You will be free. See, after all, nothing is permanent. But the thought that it is not permanent. But then why should, but our question always, you know, will be, but why should I bear it? Well, if you have a choice not to bear it, don't bear it. But if you don't have a choice, then to bear it. And if you bear it and you don't complain about it, it is not as agitating, as painful. Therefore, Shankaracharya says that don't complain about it. Bearing it without complaining. The more you complain about it, the more the pain, the sorrow magnifies. You see, some people who keep on complaining, complaining about their life. You wonder sometimes there's hardly anything in their life that's a problem. You have more problems than them, but they magnify their problems so much because they like talking about it. Poor me, poor me. So how long am I going to do it? And why should I do it? The next verse points out something very beautiful. What is it about? Why should I bear these changes or even these sorrows and difficulties in life? And Bhagwan says, Yamhi Navyatayantiete Purusham Purusharisham Addressing Arjuna as bull amongst mankind. Purusharisham. Now, today, if you call a man a bull, it means something else. But those days, bull is that animal that goes out in the sun, carrying the heavy plow on its back and then pulling that plow in the field, bearing the heat and the rain without complaining. That's a bull amongst mankind. He Purusha Rishabha, Yam Hina Vyathayantiete. One who is not affected or afflicted by these. These means these pairs of opposites which are relative and always changing. Sama. Sama Dukkha Sukham Dhiram. That firm one, that wise one, who Dhira also Dhairya means one who has got patience, perseverance, forbearance, and in both joys and sorrows, Dukkha Sukham means sorrow and Joy, 
remains summer balance steady saha amritatvaya kalpate such a person is fit for realizing the immortal another meaning of dhira come here so note it down such a person see when your mind gets affected by the changing situations objects emotions and thoughts your changing experiences when you identified with the changing equipments body mind and intellect you know that your mind when it is affected by it it also gets disturbed by it and when it gets disturbed by it we are constantly brooding and we are identifying and we are involved with the change which means a mind is on the change and when the mind is on the change what it is thinking it also becomes like that so it moves with the climates of the world but one who does not get affected by it affected by it doesn't mean that you don't feel heat or you don't feel cold some of the most amazing books that you can read which are so simple so beautiful so so easy easy means it's so spontaneous if you read the books of tapoenji maharaj one is the wandering in the himalayas the other is ishwara darshan for him realization is something which is i mean so natural like breathing air what's the big deal about it means what's the big deal means really speaking the truth is spread everywhere for one who sees it for him nothing affects him when he writes about one incident that once and he used to only have as we know two pairs of clothes and one blanket barefooted he used to walk in the himalayas in the snow the stony terrains go to kailash and in one of his trips he writes that while carrying his kambal in the midday and you know as you've seen here you know by midday it can get so hot by evening it's raining and cold this is what the mountain climate is so he was carrying this kambal and he was going means a blanket a warm blanket in the middle of the day and when it's hot it kind of gets heavy he was already a little older so one young brahmachari one young student monk came from behind and there when they are walking nobody disturbs them nobody sits and talks and chats with them nobody asks questions at that the time when these monks walk so he went up to him and said may i help you with the blanket seeing that this little young this young man is ready to do seva he hands over his blanket to him both walk at their own speed quietly but this young man walks away and then suddenly the clouds come suddenly the rain comes 
snow falls tapunji maharaj was stranded in the snow and this young man was nowhere to be found and you find tapunji maharaj saying that when you do seva i mean that that brahmachari had no consideration that he has taken the blanket and the mahatma might be stranded there walked away far climate is like that in the mountains maybe he could not come back and it was bitter cold at that time and when he writes about this he is quite aware that the readers might think realized master why is he complaining about heat or cold so he writes there for us to understand when you say remain balanced in heat and cold doesn't mean that when it is cold don't wear something warm and when it is warm don't put on the air condition if you have it there are some weird people who kind of think that torturing the body is renunciation he writes very clearly it doesn't mean that a realized master or a spiritual seeker has got no tactile feelings that you won't feel heat or cold people have got peculiar notion i shouldn't be feeling heat and cold and they never think about themselves are why is he feeling cold if he is realized he shouldn't be feeling cold if he is realized why he says to put on the fan the peculiar notions people have and because of these peculiar notions we cannot practice properly because we feel that oh i have to bear heat means i have to suffer heat where you can't do anything about it stop complaining so when he says like this he says doesn't mean that masters do not feel heat or cold it's just that they can bear it bear it doesn't mean that they don't feel it you bear it when you feel it but still because of an ideal you hold on to it how does a warrior bear the onslaught of weapons on him for the love of his country how do you mothers bear the pain on on the time of child delivery you bear it isn't it? nowadays so they can't even bear what they inject epidural because they have no for no bear bearing capacity this was called child bearing you have to bear them all your life this is called child bearing you mother that doing that's why he reminds him hey count here now when you keep your mind steady in this river and you do not identify with it you don't allow yourself to be afflicted by it naturally what are you doing subconsciously you are disassociating with change see what happens otherwise you know people people say are isko seh lo but kyun bear it but why you bear it because you then unconsciously or subconsciously are withdrawing from change to identify 
with that which is changeless in you. So, Saha Amritatvaya Kalpate. See how beautiful Krishna is nothing, no explanation is there without giving you the motivation for it. Others you will say, but why? Till when should we bear it? Till we realize that which is eternal, immortal. And the gain is what? Even without you putting effort, you are moving towards that which is immortal in you. But you keep on complaining, you are only talking about the world and then affected by the world. How can you hope for immortality? This will be only talk that there is an Atma which is immortal and you will go, that people will go on, Atma is immortal, Atma is unchanging. But with that what? Do I feel that? How do you do that? By not being affected by change. How are you not affected by change? When you have forbearance, titiksha. That's why these qualities have been given for a seeker. It is not to torture us. But in fact, it is to free us. When we have these virtues of titiksha, forbearance, in fact, we are no longer affected by change. And such an unagitated mind then can seek that which is permanent. Yeah, but even what if that, you know, my life goes on long with suffering, there seems to be no end and as I said, some things, some people you have to bear for your whole life. Then what? Now Krishna goes to something even subtler. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.